Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Almost forgot the button. Green means go. Yeah. Red means stop. This is Good, good Morning Yellow Liberty. means we're waiting. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. My name is Nathaniel Paul Thurston, and across from me is Mr. Charles. New Mike Stan Thompson. How's it going today, Chuck? What is up? How's it going, man? How's your Monday? It's going great. I hear the dogs barking down there. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I know. Could be good, could be bad. Luckily, your mm. son is down there to hold down the fort. If someone's breaking in. Does he know where the guns are? We'll see. We'll see. Well, we had a great weekend over here. I don't know what I did except for watch terrible, depressing football games. Uh, Had family in town, so hung out with them while they were here. I don't know what Charlie did either. It probably wasn't exciting at all. I did not think we would have anything to talk about today on Monday. We almost did not do a show. And then I realized that there were a few things, just a few things. What do we have on the list? Well, we got something like these new poll results that came out over the weekend. I could end up being wrong. I have said repeatedly on this podcast that Donald Trump had no chance whatsoever of winning re-election. And we keep getting polls that say just the opposite of that. And is Biden going to end up getting replaced? Also, what happened this morning The Nashville Shooter Manifesto was leaked by Steven Crowder. And so we are going to talk about that. Of course, I'll have to update Charlie on everything that we're going to be talking about. Some of the jobs numbers came out. And of course, NBC was wondering why it is that people just aren't feeling the true economy, Biden's true economy, which is just doing better and just humming along. Rural America just isn't picking up on how good this economy is. And then if we have time for it, which we probably won't, we could do it tomorrow. Donald Trump, a guy that we just talked about a second ago, has got some terrible plans for America. So luckily he's winning in the polls and he's throwing out some really terrible ideas. Everything okay down there, Chuck? Yeah, Yeah, good. What are the dogs barking at? Anything important? Yeah, Marco's here. Marco. Okay. Yeah. And All right. Then, uh, Parker was taking a poop. Okay. 
Yeah. He wasn't able to let Marco in. No, he wasn't able to let Marco okay. in. And then, uh, you know, still needs help wiping his butt. Okay. Marco does? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyhow. Um, oh, okay. Well, luckily it wasn't <sighs> an intruder. Good anything. thing it happened right when we started. Right. It couldn't have happened a few minutes before nope. or anything or just right after the show. It had to happen right when we started it. So I let everyone know what we're about to talk about, and you will be in the dark until we get through those things. Good. Are you cool with that? Great. Let's talk about some of these new poll results. Charlie, as I've said several times, Donald Trump has absolutely no chance of winning re-election. And that is shown in these new... No, wait, it's not shown in the new polls. Once again, CBS... YouGov poll putting out a new new one that says Donald Trump 51%, Joe Biden 48%. So we're one year before the 2024 election. CBS News polling shows Donald Trump three points over President Biden in a potential rematch. Of course, plus or minus 3.3 points for the margin of error. So basically a tie. Uh, Our polls show more voters think they'd be better off financially if Trump wins. Hmm. And more people think Trump can keep the U.S. out of war. There are some reasons that people feel that way. It's because Trump has been the president before and people were doing better financially up until the pandemic. And he didn't start any new wars. He did keep the other ones going, but we didn't have any new wars that we were getting involved in that we know of immediately during that time. And of course, now we've got this new Israel Hamas thing that happened, quite the opposite of what happened under Trump, which was something called the Abraham Accords, and they were supposed to finally have peace in the Middle East. And then, of course, we have Russia invading Ukraine, and uh, we've been heavily involved in that one. By the way, right now, something I forgot to bring up today is Ukraine quietly talking peace deal with uh, with Russia at the moment. Quietly? Apparently. Quiet. Hmm. Well, the, the U.S. and Ukraine and everyone, they're trying to get together in the back rooms and work out some kind of a deal. You know what I see here? What's that? Two old white guys. Two old white guys that no one wants to be <laughs> running for president. If I mean, they, they're that, old. That's something that America can agree on is that they don't want these guys to be on the ticket for president. And somehow it, this is still what we have to deal with. I'm not sure Joe Biden's actually going to be on the ticket come one year from now. I mean, that picture's from 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They both look sprightly yeah. right there. Uh, We don't have to go through all this, but let's look at some of the results. Personal finances, their policies would make you, we have the options of financially better off, financially worse off, or stay about the same. If Trump wins, 45% of the people said that they'd be financially better off. Only 18% of the people said they'd be better off if Biden wins. Financially worse off, 48% say that Biden would make them worse off, and 32% said that they'd be worse off if Trump wins and stay about the same. We got 34% for Biden, 23% for Trump right there. So got some clear indications right there that people trust Trump more on the economy on than, finances. than Biden. You know, when it, when it really comes down to it, we can you can talk about all the social justice, woke left, all this, uh, all of these cultural issues. But at the end of the day, people care about their pocketbooks first. And then you can start caring about all of the other stuff. Well, you know, because this is this is has the, um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes, yeah, so you have to go like through that first. If you can't first. pay for your shelter and your food, right, and your basic needs, if you can't pay for those things, you don't have time to worry about mm-hmm. climate change or trannies or what is a woman mm-hmm. or anything like that. You're mm-hmm. worried about making sure your kids can eat and they have a roof over their head. That's it's the like first you thing. know you traveled around. 
the world. Been there. Do you think those little kids in Djibouti begging you for water gave a shit about what Greta Thunberg had to say? <laughs> no, they did not. They were not worried about climate change <laughs> killing all of us in 20 years or yeah. whatever it was at all. They were about to die of thirst. Yeah. So that's what they cared about. Do you think they cared about whether or not, you know, Ukraine was full of Nazis or Putin was a terrorist? Mm -mm. They would have taken the Nazis. Do you think they cared about Putin's price hike at the gas pump? Mm -mm. Couldn't buy any gas. (laughs) You know. Do you think they could read any of that stuff? No, it wasn't. uh, It was in English. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they didn't have access to X. (laughs) Yeah, because they were looking for water. Yep. Okay. Plain um, basic things. So the economy. This is why we talk about the economy all the time. Economics. It's the most important thing. Most important thing. Economic class, their policies would favor. We have the options of the wealthy, the middle and working class, or treat them both the same. Relatively all the same. Both <laughs> 51% for both Biden and Trump think that their policies would favor the wealthy. Middle and working class, we have 29% for Biden, 25% for Trump, and 20% and 24 for treating the same, Biden and Trump. Uh, so both, basically everyone agrees that the policies coming out of Washington benefit people who are wealthy, uh, which I I might disagree just a little bit. U.S. in a war overseas, their policy would increase chances of U.S. in a war, decrease chances of U.S. in a war. No effect. Uh, Biden has 49% of the people said increase the chances of the U.S. being in the war, and only 39% said that for Trump. 23% said Biden would decrease the chances of the U.S. being in the war, and 43% said Trump would decrease the chances of the U.S. being in a war. So, once again, they think Trump is going to bring peace about the about the world. I mean, he wrote you the know? book, Art of, a, the Art of the Deal. He can make deals. Yeah. He can. Some guy's people, wheeling and dealing. Some people might not like them, I guess, but uh, let's see. Peace and stability, that's kind of the same thing we were just talking about. More people think Trump will bring peace and stability. Uh, support for Israel. Let's see. Most people say that it will be about right, uh, but they think Biden will support Israel too much. Hmm. And... Um, also, yeah, 26% said Biden would support Israel too much, 20% for Trump. 31% also said that Biden would support Israel too little. <laughs> this guy, he can't win. It's, <laughs> he's screwed. It's, no matter what he does, it's too little or too much. All right, on to something that matters for all of us uh, also. Percent of people who say things are going badly in America. Now, that's a broad term. You can be on the left and think things are going mm-hmm. badly you can be on the right, think things are going badly, and they could be for entirely different reasons. But we are at all-time highs on that. 73% of the respondents said that things are going badly. So generally, just people unhappy right now. Are you feeling that out there? Do you think yeah. things are going badly? It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, choice for president in this poll, 51% Donald Trump, 48% Joe Biden. Um I still, I still don't think, I still don't see Trump winning. I still don't. I do. And even though I see, I, I'm I not going to. see a world in which Trump wins again. Uh, these are polls and we're a year out. Okay. I'm just going to choose to not believe the evidence in front of my own eyes, my lying eyes right now. You know, they're trying to tell me that Donald Trump actually has a chance. Well, it's plus or minus 3.3. So. Basically tied. Yeah. But a lot of times you see these polls are skewed towards Democrats. Um, anyway, it also depends on how many independents they chose to poll. And those are looking to be leaning more right right now. 
Uh, let's see. How do people feel about a Biden and Trump rematch? Only 23% are excited. Uh, you got in this. <laughs> you're excited about this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This show is excited about it's a Biden and Trump great, rematch. Yeah, it's going to lead to great TV. As a human being and a, a yeah. citizen of America, I'm not excited. I'm, not exci yeah, I'm more on right. the nervous, frustrated side, which is what won um, in this poll. Here's the really important part, because when you do a national poll, okay, that's fine. But what about the battleground states? You know, because you got to win the electoral college. And this is what really started to perk my attention just a little bit. Uh, Trump is ahead in five of the six swing states that right he now. lost. Yeah. Nevada, Michigan, <clears throat> Georgia, Pennsylvania, Arizona. He's winning in all of those. Currently right now, Biden is only winning in Wisconsin out of these swing states. If that happens, if he wins all those, then he wins the election. That's what it comes down to. Because mm -hmm. you're going to win the deep red states. Biden's going to win the deep blue states. If it comes down to the swing states and Trump wins them, he wins the election. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> it's tough to believe. It really is. I'm having a hard time. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. I still don't think it's going to be Biden in the election. I think it's going to be Newsom. Newsom. And yeah. I, th I think they go to the convention. They nominate Biden. And then like two or three days later, Biden is Strokes out. Uh, announces that he's dropping out. And then the like 300 people that work for the DNC get to vote on who the presidential nominee is going to be not the not the people and so i think he holds out until the uh convention we'll see yeah if he can live that long i think that's what happens so mm -hmm. okay by the way i was mentioning while charlie was out i saw like an nbc article headline saying that rural voters are just they're just not picking up on how great this economy is it's <laughs> they just don't get it you know they're not feeling what the numbers and, are saying yeah. That's the problem. And I wanted to point out uh, on uh, Friday, I believe, Thursday or Friday, the jobs numbers came out. Last week sometime, the jobs numbers came out. And the big news that Corrine Jean-Pierre posted out is that now 14 million jobs have been created under President Biden. I'm sure. I almost said Obama, but uh, oh, Biden. Uh, the unemployment rate has been below 4% for 21 months in a row, and that's Bidenomics in action. Now, created, kind of in quotes, when you talk about creating something, that's what I, what just happened? I don't know. We just had like balloons go across the screen. Oh. What I hit this nitro Did someone thing. say happy birthday? No, I hit this nitro thing. What did, what, what did that do? It was do? my own Discord. We just got like birthday balloons going across the screen just then. That weird. was weird. Hmm. Huh. I've never seen that before. Anyhow, uh, created. I want to talk about those jobs real quick. Have really have there really been 14 million jobs created? So I looked at the total non-farm employees, and I wanted to look at uh, just before the pandemic, Trump's term, and of course we lose a ton of jobs during the pandemic, and then a bunch more of those come back. If you wanted to look at how many more jobs do we have since the lockdown, so you could look at February of 2020, before we went into the lockdowns, we technically have 4.55 million new jobs since then. But Biden is out there talking about how he has created 14 million jobs. Of course, that's because they just, they came back. They weren't allowed to exist. And then mm -hmm. they said, okay, you can exist now. And so what we've actually seen is a growth in employment of around 3% since that time 
uh, right before the pandemic happened. Uh, while Trump was president, up until the pandemic, I'm not going to put the pandemic job losses on Trump. Right. I'm just, it's, I'm just not going to. Although it, it doesn't make any sense. His government shut down the economy. Well, he so states shut down the economy. They did shut down some things that they could nationally at the behest yes. of of, yeah. of science himself. But it's like which worked for Trump. When we're talking about this, we're talking about people's economic policies, and we're really talking about your your tax structure and your government handout structure that you're that you're running your scheme, that you're running as a president. And so when you're trying to measure job growth, that's what you're talking about. And I really do think you kind of have to cut the pandemic at, out of this whole equation. Um, Trump at least talk about it. Trump's growth uh, was 4.6%. It was 6.73 million jobs in the three years up until the pandemic. And right now we have three years of Biden and that's 4.5 million jobs or plus 3%. Um, since he took office. That looks just like the stock market. <laughs> it really does. You should have bought down there. You should yeah. have bought jobs down there. That yeah. was the best time to do it. Um, the other really important thing here, if you see all the way over here on the right, this is the labor force participation rate. This has still not caught back up with where we were before the uh, pandemic job losses. Which is the dot-com. That took bubble. place. And uh, yeah, we're all the way back. We still haven't recovered to the dot-com bubble. Oh no, not that was the all-time high before that. So the Y2K bug bobs. was real then. We need another Y2K, actually. Yeah. We need to run up into that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were working on their TPS reports, you know, at that time, trying yeah. to get stuff ready. So we still haven't recovered there. And then if you look at the employment to population ratio, so we still haven't made it back up to the pre-pandemic level on that either, even though Biden created 14 million new jobs. Yeah. So people just aren't feeling how good this economy is. It's like we need Clinton back. Who cares if yeah, he's getting this, BJ's in the Oval? That's what we need. That's fine. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Maybe, or maybe Biden needs some BJ's in the Oval Office. <laughs> and that really, we'll, that's the kind of job growth we need. Be fine. As long I as mean. it's consensual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, want, I don't want him to use his power to, like, coerce a woman. Okay. You know? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Man, daylight savings time just <laughs> happened. It and did. I got to tell you, I hate it. Does and it the make reason I hate it is because it gets dark and darkness leads to being sad. It it can. It really it can. can. We're coming up on the holidays too. And that's a time of the year that people get really sad as well. Uh, you know, you're dealing with your, your families and stuff like that. A lot of scheduling things that happen. I get super stressed out about all the scheduling. So what do you have issues with that? I don't and know. then it doesn't last long enough Yeah, because like the holidays can be really fun, but it's the, it, to me, it's really about the sun. <laughs> that's, that's really what it is it gets dark mm -hmm. and then i get dark but you you know doing doing therapy by the way could be kind of a bright spot charlie i know that you do some do some therapy with your better better help guy every now and then and that can kind of be a little ray of sunshine it's you actually know, you're amazing that yeah yeah i love better help it's one of my favorite things to look forward to has through it, the week has it actually helped yeah a lot I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, tell. as I one of my tell. friends, yeah. you you know what's happened <laughs> this past year, and yeah. so I've done I've done therapy too. By the way, not not with BetterHelp, but I I've done therapy and it it helps. So I mean, I, I know so some people are reluctant to do that, and maybe it can be tough to talk about things. But tr trust me, you're not gonna regret it. You you'll be happy that you did it. Uh, so if you're if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash G-M-L. Change of topic. Harsh change of topic. This is the Nashville Covenant school shooter. Um, Audrey Hale mm. is uh, her her name, his name, I don't remember which trans they were. I don't know which way it swung. It was a female. I would look at a, she looks female in this picture. Mm. Uh, so whichever, I guess that part doesn't really matter. Uh, Steven Crowder, louder with Crowder, got the leak. Of Is the, he still going? Still going. That yeah. guy still has a job? Still has a job. People still you know? follow that guy? Even though he didn't get that uh, Daily Wire money, you know, hmm. he's uh, he's still going. But anyway, he somehow obtained a leak of the Nashville Shooter Manifesto, which people had been holding out on releasing. And uh, I don't know if that's because someone who's a member of his club, the the Mug Club or whatever, works in Nashville and somehow was able to get pictures of this. Uh, but anyway, we finally have the uh, motivation kind of behind this. It's not it's not what I expected. I kind of thought it was going to have a lot more to do with the trans thing, you know, but that wasn't even mentioned except for she used derogatory terms, the F word that we're not allowed to say, mm. you know, because we're not F words. You can only say that if you are one. Oh. So anyway, if we happen to say it, it's because we're reading right now. That was a joke, okay. by the way, all you F words out there. Today is the day. <laughs> this is the notebook right here. It's super gross, sad stuff. I mean, you're literally talking about killing kids. Absolutely disgusting. Um, I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this far, but here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited too. Been excited for the past two weeks. There were several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. None of that matters now. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away. Almost an hour and seven. Does that mean you're like an hour and eight minutes? I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. Ugh, gross. That's why she picked a place where no one was going to have guns. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent any of the sort, and then a little short little prayer to God mm. right here. God, let my wrath take over my anxiety. It's a truly sick individual, clearly. It might be 10 minutes tops. It might be three to seven. It's going to go quick. I hope I have a high death count. Ready to die. Ha ha. Mm. Um, and then sign down there at the bottom. And then we got some more, a little bit of motivation for why this place was picked. Charlie, <laughs> you want me to read it? All right, I got it. With full earmuffs on. Yeah. Okay. We're so, just reading the manifesto. This is from uh, February 3rd. She said, she said, kill those kids, underlined with exclamation points. Those crackers going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Fuck you little shits. I wish to shoot you 
with um, I wish to shoot you I wish to shoot you weak weak oh, ass. Weak ass. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wish <clears throat> to shoot you weak ass dicks with your mop yellow hair. Wanna kill all you little crackers, bunch of little faggots with your white privileges. Fuck you faggots. Charlie, you cursed so many times just then. I'm reading <laughs> what she's saying. Yeah. Ah, so you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Now, that's not the manifesto I thought we were going to get. Now, what, what people are running with right here is that this was an anti-white crime. Oddly enough, she was white. Okay. But the uh, crackers. Well, they're just, they're just <clears throat> passing over daddy's Mustangs. Yeah, yeah. Fancy schools. She killed them because they were spoiled rich kids. That's why. We had a class crime that happened. Mm. And that's, that's not what I... I'm not seeing that that much on X right now. People are all jumping on the crackers part. But um, from what I can tell, this has to do with people's private fancy schools and their fancy khakis and backpacks with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. It had to do with them being spoiled rich kids. Thoughts. What are your thoughts? I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, to me, the, the rhetoric, the rhetoric of the extreme left, they talk, God, they project out about how the rhetoric of the right is leading to this, all this tyranny and authoritative, authoritarian and all of this. She didn't go to the same school, by the way. Good, good point in there. She, she went to the school. So I don't know if that means her parents were also rich or she grew up rich or what, what it was, but I just see a lot more angst in here about the class of people. And and you have people, I mean, you have people on Twitter and TikTok that uh, like make no qualms about that. They want rich people to die. Like eat the rich. Literally. That's a thing. And she played it out. Yeah. And, but instead of killing the rich people, they killed the rich kids. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. So I think we can place this blame on the square at the feet of Bernie Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just kidding. Not really. Yeah. But I mean, it's still her fault, but the reason why we, I mean, this is why we do what we do. This is this literally is why, why we, we call out yeah. the, the dangerous, like literal dangerous motivations of the extreme left. It's not just and how wrong they are. It's not just the fact that like they hate rich people. It's, it's what leads to the hatred of the rich people. And we've talked about so many atrocities throughout history and they the, did the same the thing rhetoric. to the Jews in Germany. Yeah. You got rich people there. You got the, uh, um, they're doing it to the Jews now. Mm-hmm. You got the, uh, Holodomor or whatever they call it. And, the for the, uh, Ukrainians, you know, and, um, it's the same thing that you saw. This is like a communist manifesto. It's the, this crazy rhetoric from the left and this hatred of people who have more than other people, this envy attitude mentioning literally mustangs which is a weird car to pick out that's not really like in my opinion like a a rich person car anymore yeah i had a i had a mustang (laughs) it wasn't a convertible though i really wanted to kill those kids yeah (laughs) kidding yeah just kidding this is evil this is pure evil so this is why we talk about what we talk about. It's it's why all these things are so important. It's it's why we talk about how you shouldn't just hate all of these rich people. How you how you know we live in the 
we, we do still live in the greatest time to be alive that there is. And it's because of all of these insane innovations that we've had. It's because of the things that people with wealth have done so they can get more wealth. And some people, when they look at people's profit from their business or their wealth, they get envious and they get upset and they hate those people. And some people look at that, if you look at it properly, and you'll see, well, those are people that create a value in society. These kids' parents probably did something, unless they just stole all of their money, these kids' parents probably did something that created value for other people in society, unless they stole the money or they worked for the government, which is the same thing. And so other than that, they why would you hate the kids and why would you hate their parents? It's, it is because of this <clears throat> wild, wild leftist hate the rich, eat the rich, tax the rich mentality that's getting pumped out there constantly. And that's why we will annoyingly stand for rich people. And people say that you're a bootlicker sometimes or whatever they want to call you when you're, when you're sticking up for whatever the big corporation is or whoever the rich, wealthiest person in the world is at that time. This is what that hatred leads to. Now, this is a crazy person, all right? Clearly, this person has big issues, all right? Clearly has mental problems, and we, we know that, and so I'm not and it's saying still responsible. This person, regardless of what people say, people can have political opinions and they can make economic, put their economic opinions out there all day. It doesn't mean that you should pick up a gun and go kill some kids. And so it's not just Bernie we're not Sanders trying to ban AOC Bernie Sanders from saying what they're saying. But I, I truly do think that that is what this rhetoric leads to. And people just need to have more responsibility. They, they need to be more responsible. And, you know, it's not just a, it's not just a game like Bernie Sanders putting out a book saying it's okay to be upset with capitalism, where he's making millions of dollars off the books. It's almost like it's a joke, really. It's just a way to sell books. It's just yeah. a way to give speeches. He's never produced anything other than these books in his whole life. But this is what his it's never had a real words job. are doing. You know, been a, he's been a public servant his whole life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The only thing it of value, millions. the only thing of value he's ever produced has been his books that people went out and freely purchased. Everything else, he's just lived off of stolen money his whole life. That's that's it. And I have no clue if this person's a Bernie Sanders fan or AOC fan, but it's one of them. Yeah, <laughs> we know that. Uh, the other thing in here was just a detailed timeline of when this was all going to take place. I mean, it was very well planned out. Uh, clearly. So um, it's gross. It's sick. And these kids and the teachers or the staff did not deserve to die for whatever your political leanings are. And I was surprised nothing mentioned about the trans thing. If anything, it was weird. She, she called them faggots. <laughs> like that's, that's weird. Once again, just referencing words that she used, not me using that word. But anyway, anything else on that before we Mm. Move on. You see the timeline there? Ooh. Yeah, it just gives me... <sighs> just, oh, man. <laughs> it's hard to believe that people actually think these things out. Like, it took time to plan this all out. And you can see, if you're not watching, um, you know, 6.30, 7 a.m., get dressed. Like, it's written out to, to get dressed at 7. 7 to 5 to 8 a.m., can't see that something stuffed animals and possessions. I don't know what that is. Spend time, maybe. Test uh, test knife car glass breaker on dad's old cars. Yeah. 
make sure she could break the glass, which is what she did. 10 a.m. went to Royal Range, I guess, up there in northwest Nashville, where that is. Uh, gear up, set up guns. I mean, all planned out. And during this whole time, like it never dawns on you, hey, this is terrible. I shouldn't be doing this. This yeah. is this is crazy. How how am I going to go do this and and kill these kids? Like, imagine the hate that you have to be filled with, and just general mental problems on top of that. It is. Yeah, it's very demonic. So not to not to you know liken that with every single person who has this ideology. Uh, but I don't know. You just got to be careful when you're just Ooh. out there preaching about how much you hate others and how they're literally killing people. Like once you think that rich people are murderers, basically, because people are dying because of their greed or whatever. You feel justified doing you're, something you're like justified. this. You're justified. And if it takes a few kids, especially rich people's kids or whatever, well, you're probably going to save lives in the process, you know? And... That's the problem. That's how this happens. You probably, I mean, you feel like a hundred years from now, you're going to be looked at in history as a hero, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as the one who started the revolution against these rich people. I am surprised. I am surprised that the uh, manifest, this, if this is the entire manifesto, it's just these three pages. If this is the entire thing, I am surprised that it wasn't released earlier. That leads me to believe that there wasn't more, this giant conspiracy to hold it back if this is the entire thing uh, because I thought it was going to be more of a transifesto and uh, the, you know, the crackers part surprised me. The F word part surprised me. Uh, so I, I don't know if people were actually holding out on this, the whole, this whole time or if it really was because the investigation was open and they hadn't closed it yet. And so they weren't going to release it. There's, I see redacted down there. Yeah. The bottom you left. You see that. <clears throat> um, I did. Yeah. So uh, Tasco Warlock said, I heard there was a video. It also says on here, 1120 AM final video tape. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you use an actual video camera with tape in it or not, but um, final video tape was supposed to be recorded at 1120 AM. So maybe we'll get access to that someday. We'll see. I hate to end it like this, Charlie, but because I have this doctor's appointment here in a little bit today, I don't really have time to go on to the next topic. I, I feel like we're going to have to end this with a short 30-minute episode this today. This is heavy. Yeah. It's a heavy it end. Is. It's a heavy ending. Happy Monday to everyone. Mm. I hope you had a great weekend. Man. You know, And I hope your week is, is splendid. I just mean, amazing. And you, So if you go back to the other one, if you just read what what she said, you know, she, she also, in the, in the previous one, she said she's ready to die. So she got to a place, and mm -hmm. I think Jordan Peterson talks about this really well. She got to that place where not only did she hate her life so much, but she found someone to blame and wanted to take out as many people as possible <clears throat> before she herself was taken yeah. out. Another good point, the dates are way different. We have this note right here. Uh, from February 3rd of 2023. The other one we have is 327, so that's day of. Leads to believe that there's probably more pages in this notebook mm -hmm. that we don't have all the pictures of. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if we get the whole thing sometime. I think this morning they announced that they're going to release the whole manifesto after this leak happened. They should. So they should. Yeah. Let's see it. We should know the motivations behind... <clears throat> And the, God, I can't believe people write this stuff down. I know. And it doesn't, 
trigger something in your mind that makes you realize that you're crazy and shouldn't do this? Yeah. Mm. You have to be so justified in your feelings. You have to be ready to die, first off. And you have to feel completely justified in the feelings that you have. Mm -hmm. And you probably have to think that you're going to make the world a better place, possibly, by doing that. Not, every, not every shooter has that. Some people want to make the world a worse place, and that's why they do it. Mm -hmm. Some people that are ideologically motivated might think that they're actually going to create some kind of positive change. They're going to spark the, the revolution. World. Yeah, exactly. If, it, if it's just like, <clears throat> you know, following along a similar ideology, I mean, obviously this person, we don't know, but seem to be part of the woke left. Seems to be. Yeah. You would assume. Yes. I think it's a safe assumption. Yes. Um, we can't ask her now, though. She's dead. No. No. So. <clears throat> Man, you remember that video of the cops going in and taking her out? That was awesome. Yeah. That was good That's stuff. Cool. Also heavy. Yeah. A lot of heavy stuff. That was a good heavy one, though. I don't even know what to say at the end of this. Um, man. I, I'm serious. Yeah. It's tough. I had something lighter to end with, but we spent more time on um, some other stuff. Uh, so we won't be able to get on to those. We'll save it for yep. tomorrow. And, uh, you know, sorry to leave on such a sad, sad note. Um, thanks to Steven Crowder for finding some kind of way to get this leaked. You know, props to him, even though he seems like it be seems to be a giant douchebag. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, still, good on them you and their he, organization for doing this. You think he like beat his wife to get this? Ah, joking about forgot about those videos. Yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah that dude. Guys, that guy's no good. He sucks. He's not a good dude. <laughs> wow, totally kept one car so he could control his anyway. wife. You know. Um. Dan, yeah, hug your kids. I, here, I mean, yeah, I'm still the likelihood that your kid is going to die in a school shooting is pretty low. Mm -hmm. You know, probably more likely to die on the way to school. Yeah, in a car accident, mm -hmm. statistically. Um, but man, just the it's what's so heavy about this is like the the evil that exists out there. You know, like, and then what are you supposed to do if we think like gun laws are going to stop something like this from happening? No law was going to stop this person from doing what they wanted to do. No. Now, we could have changed the tools they used. Yeah. You know? Like, let's say guns didn't exist. You know, you don't think people didn't kill people before guns? But you're like, not... What are you going to do to get the guns other than just out trying to outlaw guns, which still wouldn't, still wouldn't help? Uh, I've got three guns that I didn't buy. Uh, so what are you going to do? Are you going to have a questionnaire when you buy your gun? Like, what do you plan on doing with this? And then someone writes down, oh shit, I guess I got to put school shooting down on the, right. on the paper. Like, no, there's not a lot of ways of knowing that someone's actually going to commit some type of terrible act like this. And you're going to take them away from everyone who's got some kind of a mental problem. Like, what are you going to classify as a mental problem? Depression? Where you draw the line. You know, that's like half of America, mm -hmm. you know, it's, judging by the polls, it's way more than that, you know? So if you think the country, of seventy percent, if you now. think the country's going badly, you know you can't get a gun. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it's wild. It's not going to work. All you can and, do is try and fix. You can try and help people, like in your community. You can try and notice when people are going down a really dark path. You can try and not spread more envy and hatred out there in the world to make people justify this in their own minds, uh, and you can allow people to protect themselves. And I, you know, I wish there would have been more armed people in that, in that school. You don't know for sure it would have gone differently, but uh, 
that skull might not have been picked, might have just gone to a different place that wasn't armed. And then... And at least if you're armed, it's armed. not guaranteed you're going to live, but at least you have a chance. Uh, that a chance thing. is better than no chance. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand all these people that just want to be sitting ducks. Man, at least you got a, at least you got a shot. Mm-hmm. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, pun you intended. Know? You may not get the shot off, but you got a shot. And we're against death here. Good morning, Liberty. Yeah, so very anytime much. we talk about death, very it's, much against it's death. always heavy because yeah. we're we're anti-death. That goes for everyone. Um, I gotta I gotta go. I really so do. I'm just I'm rounding it out. Yeah. So anyway, I'm actually gonna say today if you uh if you enjoyed today's episode, you're sick and twisted. Because <laughs> Uh, and you should share it. There's nothing to enjoy You're about sick, this. Sick, twisted person. And you share it yeah. with more people. Yeah. Um, leave us a rating and review. Go buy some merch at godhatesfeds.com and go to joingml.com to be part of the Fed Haters Club, which is way better than Stephen Crowder's Mug Club. That's <laughs> way better. Way better. Because it involves us. And we don't mm. abuse people. That's true. Yeah. We treat our significant and if we others had better. more people in the Fed Haters Club, we could maybe get our hands on stuff like this mm-hmm. rather than him, mm-hmm. rather than give it to that guy. And I mean, if it, and if you like Stephen Crowder for some reason, I'm not ruling out that if you give us more money, I'll start abusing my wife if you want me to. <laughs> like if that is what you're going for here, That's but we got to get some more people signing up at joingmail.com. Yeah. All right. I'll fulfill everything you get from Crowder. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. If you want an abusive SOB, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. That'll, that'll be Nate. <laughs> you heard it here. All right. Till then, hope you guys have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.